Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. I'm doing a special one today because Friday literally just got away from me. I intended to do it. My truck wouldn't start, and that was it. <laughs> Nothing else went the way I anticipated that morning, including getting my podcast done. I just totally forgot. What did I want to talk about? I want to talk a little bit about these feasts and the importance of a day, a week, a year, time basically, who it's for and who it's not for. So God is telling the people of Israel as they are going to travel to the promised land, some things they need to do. The number one thing, the Sabbath. He makes it very clear from the get-go that six days you should work, the seventh you should rest. Then he has these other festivals and some of them or seven weeks apart, and then you're going to count 50 days from one, and from the from the wave offering, and then for the um, feast of first fruits. Um, actually, the first fruits are followed seven weeks later by the feast of weeks, Pentecost. And also known as a harvest festival. So these festivals, there's seven days, seven weeks, 40, uh, 50 days or seven more weeks plus two days. And then specific for remembering the things that God has done. We're giving thanks to God for giving us a harvest or giving us the food. Now that's going to be when they get into the promised land because God is providing them food every single day. The manna, so it's not until they get to the promised land, are they going to actually um, farm farm the land, right? And come up with come up with the grain. And, and, and of course, currently they are traveling with their herds, with their with animals. But so it's all about remembering who they belong to, what's important. And God knows that we are very forgetful. And so these festivals, so think, think about the things that are important to you. What do you do every week? If there's something that you do every single week, that's probably pretty important. And we, we do some things every single day. We eat every day. We sleep every day. We um, you know, interact with our family members every day. There are certain things we do every day, but every week, what do we pause to really to focus on? That's probably important. So if you have a hobby, excuse me, and you, let's say you do hobby X, and every week you have a day where you really focus on that hobby. I know some people where golf is pretty important to them, and they play it a lot. And so that's, right, they do it probably more than once a week, but they are intentional in doing that. God knows that. If we are not intentional, if, if he doesn't keep us intentional in some things, we're going to forget. And so that's why these things are important and that some of these things have to happen every year. And they happen around something that we kind of sort of need, food. We kind of sort of need food and we sort of need to remember the Passover and how God brought them out of Israel, brought them out of Egypt, rather brought Israel out of Egypt. And so these these are important festivals, but the, the timing of them is for us, not for God. It's not, well, God's really needy. You know, he needs us every seven days to worship him. He needs this 
bread of presence brought to him. Again, it's not for him. It's He's the one that gave us these things. And so they, he gives it to you and so you give it back and that's supposed to be a gift. No, it's, it's not how it works. So just a recognizing that throughout Leviticus, all these rules and things, they're for us to have a better life, a more productive life, a better experience, if you will, in worshiping God and keeping the main thing, the main thing. Today in our culture, we've, we've thought our way through the centuries into outthinking, basically, trying to outthink God, can't outthink God. And but we have really tried to make man God, and God has a way of humbling us and bringing us back. And so, I place myself at the becking, if you will, of the word that I look at God's word and I think about what is it telling me. I don't try to tell, well, I think this is what it should say, or this is how I experience it. It's God's word helps us to live the way we should and gives us direction and feeds us actually it's the God's word is there's a ministry of God's word I believe and that it feeds us and so Leviticus is a very important book but it can be very difficult just just to read and so it's better to read it and study it and look at some good notes and understand it also in the light of numbers and Deuteronomy even going back to some aspects of Exodus. And all of these help you see what... So if you're not sure, well, what is this saying? Well, you can go look at where the same thing is being said in a different book in a, and gives it better context. Because, for instance, in Exodus, God is telling Moses, all right, this is how I want you to build this. This is how you're going to act. Leviticus is, all right, now you're going to do it. You're going to set it up. You're going to do it. And here's how. Here's some other things you're going to be doing as you get to the promised land. Numbers is sort of a sad book. It's the 38 years of them wandering in the wilderness. And so where Leviticus takes about a month, Numbers takes 38 years. And they're wandering in the desert. They're complaining. And it's called the book of Numbers because they count the people. And, and so people matter. And so how many were there? And so we get that those answers in numbers but we also see them grumbling and complaining and we get some details of their wandering in the wilderness is the only place where we really get the details and then Deuteronomy becomes basically Moses's last speech he he unpacks what God has done and what he has laid down and then and they they are on the eve of going into the promised land and and Moses is not going with them. <clears throat> but that's what, and so Deuteronomy is the passing of the torch. Moses imparting that to Joshua. And then really from the generation that it comes out of Egypt, the only two that will end up going into the promised land are Joshua and Caleb. And so there are the two spies that came out saying, to two of the 12 spies that said, hey, yeah, this is great. We, God's with us, so we can take it. But again, getting back to these festivals and these feasts, all these are laid out before they would end up going into the promised land or in the wilderness. And God is establishing how this people group, the Israelites, 
and there's a lot of them, should worship and have communion with God. And it's very specific, and it is a shadow of what's going to happen once the Messiah Christ comes. And so there are things here that we need to pay attention to, and there are things here we can learn from, need to learn from, but do not have to be repeated repeated anymore because of the Messiah. We don't need to sacrifice animals, but we do need to sacrificially love our neighbor, right? So how this translates is something that's why we need to be reading God's word and letting God's word dictate to us, well, how should I worship God? Not according to, well, if I'm going to worship you, God, I want this kind of music. I want this long of a sermon and I want it to make me feel good. That's not how God is worshiped and he doesn't negotiate. <laughs> he, he loves us perfectly and he set in literally in stone how he is to be worshipped and in spirit and in truth, in case you're wondering. And that we learn that from John chapter 3 or John chapter 4. John chapter 4, when he meets the woman at the well, Jesus does. So we have this opportunity as we read through Scripture in our own language and a very well-translated Scripture, I might add. Americans are, or English speakers are very lucky by the translations that we have. They're very, they're very accurate. There's been a lot, a lot of work done uh, in that area through the centuries. And so we are very blessed by it. You don't have to go and learn your Greek and your Hebrew to really know what God says. It's pretty, we've done a pretty good job of translating it. So read your Bible. That's what I want to keep pointing you to. Scripture, Scripture, Scripture. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Hope you enjoy this special weekend or end of weekend note. God bless.